Hello and welcome to the Start Inward podcast. Every week, new episodes are brought to inspire you to take action, challenge your mindset, and encourage you to love yourself. I'm your host, Hannah, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everyone. Today I have with me a very special guest. She's the first person that I'm interviewing on this podcast. I'm so grateful and I'm so happy that I've met someone as amazing as her. This is Diane Randall. Diane, thank you so much for being here today. Hannah, thank you for inviting me. I'm excited to be here as well as your first guest. (laughs) Yay! This is something new that I've been wanting to start and Having to do it with you first is honestly, it's such an honor and a privilege. Can you please share with our audience some like things about you? Like, what can we know? What, what I can share is, my, first of all, my name is Diane Randall and I am a whole living consultant. And what that means is I not only uh, have supported myself in working with my mind, my body and my spirit, and my work has been, how do we bring all those things together? Because it's not just the physical body and the mind on its own, it's everything working in alignment together. So what, what I do is I help people with inner strategies to help them live their outer life. And that could be self-talk, that could be boundaries, that could be plant-based nutrition, that could be anything along the holistic and the wellness realm. And I do that with uh, speaking, uh, workshops, podcasts, Mm -hmm. uh, any medium, all the mediums that I can use to not only uh, support people with information, but also receive real people's lives and and how I can support them and be with them in moments that matter. Thank you so much, Diane. And once again, I'm so grateful that you're here. So as Diane mentioned today, we are actually going to be talking about one of her specialties, which is boundaries. And we're going to learn more about that. So Diane, I want to get right into it. And the first question that I have for you today is, what is a boundary? I always say a boundary is, uh, it's an invisible, and I don't want to say wall because it's not a wall. It's more like a protection around space that the space that allows you to be who you are and how you show up without being distracted or thrown off on the things that matter to you. So a boundary is like a protective shield. Okay, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it just allows you to stand up and be in the world and also, you know, teach people how what you need from them in order to have your place in the world. Exactly. And throughout the course of my life, I've been told and taught so many times that I need to have values like what's important to you? What are your values? Like, do you value respect? Do you value honesty? Do you value compassion? And In speaking about boundaries, is there a difference between a boundary and a value or do the two kind of just correlate? Values are what's important to you, what matters. Boundaries help you protect what matters to you. In our society, and Mm -hmm. this has been going on forever, we have those values and the things that matter to us, but Mm -hmm. as we navigate the world, 
sometimes what we value may not fit directly into what society says we need to do. For example, we're taught uh, to be a certain way in the workplace. That mm -hmm. may not align with our values. So mm -hmm. what we do is we kind of let go of our values in order to be this person or this, this, this person that's in the workplace so right. that you can do your work and have a job. But what you learn as you go through life that those things don't last a lifetime. As a matter of fact, uh, some people just suck it up and they go through their life uh, just doing what they're told instead of living from the values and the things that matter. Boundaries allow you to teach people how you need to be treated, basically. It allows you to have clear and firm communication around what really matters. So it helps you because people don't know you. They don't know who you are. So it's really important to teach people what you need from them. And also, how do you protect those boundaries? So if you have a boundary of you don't work till six o'clock, it's, you know, you do your eight hours or 10 hours, whatever it is these days, but then you need to leave. Let's say you have a child at the daycare center. You need to leave by five to get that child by five o'clock, but then you have a boss who's coming to your desk at five o'clock every day, giving you something else to do. Right. To set a boundary means to negotiate clear and firmly about why you need to leave in this moment and when you can deliver what that person needs instead of knowing you have to leave and taking on that extra task, mm -hmm. but negotiating with that person that now I cannot do it, but I can have it for you in the morning. And actually telling that person clearly and firmly that this is what I can do. Right. Encourage standing up for yourself and not in fear, just saying, okay, and then you're paying $40 because you got to the daycare. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you were supposed to. So as we live in the world, it's important to have boundaries. And believe it or not, people will respect that but you have to let them know. They don't know you. They don't know where your edges are, you know? So how can you identify when a boundary needs to be set? And I know you mentioned that in communicating a boundary, it's all about negotiation, but how can someone who hasn't set a boundary before develop that confidence or know what language to use when deciding to set it? Okay, so it's not just about negotiation, it's the courage okay. to okay. speak up and stand in your power, that, that also goes along with it. But think about it. Any, any of your listeners, just think right now, when someone's asked you to do something and you have that inkling in your belly mm -hmm. that says, or that thought in your head, ah, I don't wanna do that. You know, mm -hmm. it's just not something I wanna do. Mm -hmm. That you feel that energy. That's when you know a boundary is being crossed. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. your indication that this person is pushing on a boundary that you're not comfortable with. It doesn't have to be anything crazy or a lot, but it's just something that's not going well with what you want in this moment. Right. So some people just say, okay, but it's about hearing that person and you don't have to answer right. And pausing for a second and knowing inside that you either want to do it or you don't. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to do it, it's just saying, you know what, right now, I'm not able to do that. 
or you don't have to explain yourself for the next 45 minutes. It's just right. knowing how you feel. You already know you don't want to do it. Yeah. But what we do is we, you do it anyway. And that's when the resentment comes in. Yes. That's when you, you don't like that person. You know, that's when all that drama and negativity comes forth because you keep bypassing and doing things that you don't want to do. <laughs> exactly. And I, I really like how you said that when you don't honor your own boundaries, that's when you start resenting the other person. When in reality, from the very beginning of that friendship, of that relationship, of that relationship with your boss, like you have the power, you have the control over what you can and can't do. And it's more about developing that courage to say, hey, like, I can't do this right now, but I can do it for you by tomorrow or by next week. So expressing your needs, let someone else know what you can do and what's sustainable and reliable and what's sustainable for you so. instead of just just yeah. allowing things to just come at you because people say well you know i don't want my boss mad at me because i didn't just say yes but guess what let's say we fast forward and you keep doing these things that go against who you are and and what you need to do instead of teaching that person right okay i can do this at two or three or whatever then you are going to have a behavior, right? Maybe you explode, maybe you yell, maybe, but it's not going to be in alignment with behavior mm -hmm. that's normal for the work environment, for example, because right. you are so tired of this person asking you to do A, B, C, mm -hmm. and D. Mm -hmm. So, so it, it's going to happen eventually. So, it's, so in my opinion, mm -hmm. if you can, if you can teach that person right now, and I call it teaching. If you can right. teach that person right in this moment how to treat you, guess what? They know, okay, Hannah's gonna leave at five, so I need to get over there by four because right. I need her to do A, B, C, and D versus he keeps showing up at five o'clock and he, he knows I have to leave. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. You know you have to leave. You never communicated clearly and firmly that mm -hmm. you needed to leave by five. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Diane, now that you're saying that, like this just popped into my mind. One of my values is respecting my time and respecting the time of others. So in this value, one of my boundaries is, okay, if you tell me to meet you at seven o'clock, I'm going to be there at seven o'clock. If I tell you that I'm going to be at a restaurant at 530, I expect you to be at the restaurant at 5.30 because that's the time that I gave you. So in communicating a boundary like this and saying, hey, like I would really appreciate it if we can meet at this time because you know I'm on a tight schedule. What if that person doesn't, I would say respect the boundary or sometimes life happens, you know, things that they're late sometimes. What if it's a recurring pattern, a recurring series of, okay, like this person, they're not respecting my time anymore. They're always showing up late. They're not reliable when they say that they're gonna be there, that they're gonna do something. What do we do in that situation? Okay, we've all had those friends and yes. family members, okay? <laughs> yes. But, but let me tell you, and I can tell you this after years and years and years of uh -huh. experience. Uh -huh. So where, where my balance is in this moment in my life is, okay, we talked about seven. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna be there at seven. 
-hmm. It's okay if you call me and say I'm running late. Uh, I'll be there in 10 minutes or 15 minutes. That's okay. I'm going to wait. But if you don't, in my head, I have, I call it, I'm going to wait for a reasonable amount of time, a reasonable amount of time in my head, not, not based on this person. Mm -hmm. And once that reasonable amount of time is done, Uh I either leave if I like the restaurant, even though I know my friend's going to be late, she's coming, I'm going to go ahead and order my food. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and even if it's an event, no matter what it is. If I want to be there, I'm going to go ahead and and do my thing. I'm not waiting at the door. I'm not looking at the door. I'm going to enjoy this moment. Or if I only came because that person invited me, I'm going to leave after a reasonable amount of time. Because here's the thing. I'm not going to be mad at her Mm -hmm. because she didn't show up. But if I wait Mm -hmm. two hours, an hour, and she says, oh, girl, this happened, that happened, and they didn't call, I'm... I'm not going to be mad at you for that because I know my mm. threshold. That's my boundary. Mm-hmm. And that's the boundary that I'm adhering to with anybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> the doctor, you know, yeah. if, if the doctor's behind and he let me know, okay, the doctor, you know, even if I ask, okay, when is he coming? Oh, he's running late about an hour. Okay. Let's reschedule. Right. I'm not going to be upset about your behavior. Right. <laughs> But you're honoring so that, that's how like, I play it. Right. And you're honoring your time because you're not running by the time of others. You're running by your own clock and what you need. Because, because I don't, here's how you not be upset with people. Okay. Okay. Because you waited an hour, you waited two hours, and then they just didn't show up at all. Right. I mean, we've all been through that. I, I can remember that when I was younger. You know? <laughs> I can literally remember that. Uh-huh. So over time, you just learn that, okay, I'm going to honor what's comfortable for me in, Mm -hmm. in waiting, especially if you have not heard from that person. Right. Or even if you've heard from them, they say, you know what, I'm running 15, 20 minutes that allows you to say, okay, I'll wait. Or you know what, I'm going to have to leave at seven 30, you know, in, in, in about 20 minutes so we can reschedule. Right. See, that was kind. That was, that was in a loving manner. Instead of, oh, you didn't show up. I'm Mm -hmm. mad at you. Don't talk to me. You know, you see what I'm saying? The difference when you honor yourself, Mm -hmm. it's so much more peace. Right. Right. That's very true. So what if you're in a situation where you do express your boundaries and someone is just saying, no, I can't do that. Or no, like that's unreasonable. If they're directly saying, this isn't something that I can respect, or this isn't something that I can do. How do you go about and handle that situation? Like, what does that look like? Well, it's, it's, you know what, we're individuals. We don't have to agree with each other. So guess what? In some situations, we just agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. Doesn't hurt. Mm -hmm. And we're individuals. That's what makes us great friends because I have thoughts and you have thoughts, you know, and there are things that you want to do that I don't want to do. I have, I've had friends in my life where they don't do everything with me, for example, even your spouse, even your family, they don't, they may not want to do everything with you. So I've also found like-minded people that do the things that I like to do. 
So if my family or friends don't want to do things, and this is one of my favorite things to do over here, you know, to go to retreats, they don't want to go. Guess what? That's okay. Because I found a group of like-minded people. They're not my friends, but they like to do the same thing that I like to do. So when I go, I'm having fun and I could come back and share with them my experience right. of what I did. Mm -hmm. Because the, the problem, I think, in society is when we have people in our lives, and, and I've had this too, you have an expectation that everybody goes through life together, but we really don't. We really don't. Mm -hmm. It's still an individual experience. experience. So yes. if someone were to tell you that they can't respect or honor your boundary, is that enough reason, depending on what your boundary is, to end a friendship, end a relationship? Is that enough reason? Or does it depend on what the boundary is? It really depends on what the boundary is. Okay. Um, because friendships come, they fulfill our lives for however long. And sometimes they've just run their, run their course. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's, it's no drama. You just feel so complete in this relationship mm -hmm. in every way. And you know that because now we, I feel we don't have anything in common. <laughs> you know, we're arguing over all the time because I want to do this thing and that thing. I ended a 37 year friendship a few mm -hmm. years ago of someone that was my friend since I was 14 years old. Wow. But I kept holding on because I knew her since 14 years old. Right. I kept holding on. But as I held on, I really kept, why, you know, you can hold on too long because I was questioning why am I still in a friendship? Right. Uh, it became a little toxic. Mm -hmm. So that's when you stay past the time when it becomes toxic and then you have all these thoughts about why you're in, it doesn't matter. It's complete. Mm -hmm. And even to this day, I, I love her. I wish her well, but we're not friends anymore. We don't spend time together with each other. Mm -hmm. And I knew, I, and you know, and you know it in your heart that, you know what, I probably won't see this person again. Right. And it takes courage to do, you know, to do that kind of stuff. But to, if you find peace in your decisions and in your boundaries, then that's all that matters. Right. So when you decided to end, when you realized that the friendship that you had with her was toxic, did you have that conversation with her? Was it like a mutual decision? Did she handle it well? Like what? I'm curious. How did it, 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 <laughs> it wasn't necessarily a mutual decision. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think we both felt that in our life, she had these things going on over here and I had these things going on over there and we just weren't ending, you know, ending in the middle together. But I felt, I kept feeling, gosh, she's so, you know, the negativity, the toxic, the toxic, and that's what was coming up, the toxic, you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, relationship, the conversations. Uh, I felt, and this is just me, that this relationship is really dark because it's all negative. It's no happiness. There's no peace in this relationship. Mm -hmm. And I, I, she was going through a hard time in the end. 
And I saw how she treated other people because she would get real nasty with them. But I thought I was special. Okay. <laughs> this has been my friend, but guess what? She started, you know, she started treating me the same way. Mm-hmm. Not that that ended it, but then I realized that, okay, we're in two different places in life. You know, we've, we've completed this relationship. It's just come to an end. Because when you go through life with people, everybody doesn't grow at the same time or move in the same direction. And, and I realized that today, that's okay. Right. I still love her. If I saw her today, I would hug her. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know it's 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 authentic when you have no energy about being angry, mad, mm-hmm. that it's a peaceful kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that happens throughout life with people, even even our love relationships, you know, mm-hmm. that happens. So based on your own experience, based on what you've been studying these past I don't know however many years, what would you say are the signs of a healthy relationship and what boundaries are in a healthy relationship or in a healthy friendship or in whatever friendships and relationships that you have? Well, and there's some key components, okay? I respect our differences and I accept you for who you are. We all have behaviors that could be annoying to anybody. Mm-hmm but I accept that about you and you accept that about me. I'm not trying to like change you, Mm -hmm. you know, turn you into this person, you know, that, that wakes up at five o'clock. That's a high achiever because I'm that person. Mm -hmm. I accept you for being the artist that you are and I'm making this up Mm -hmm. and being on a different time clock Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, the results are the same. We just navigate a little differently and I accept that about you. So Mm -hmm. it's acceptance, it's it's loving you for who you are and it's giving you the space. And this is is important. Mm -hmm. It's giving you the space to be who you need to be. Mm -hmm. Not based on what I think you should be. Mm -hmm. Who do you need to be? I may think, oh goodness, you know, that's a little weird, but guess what? That's who you are. And I respect that. It's having that respect and being authentic and truthful and being honest, honest about life. Sometimes those those dark things that we've experienced and when we come together, we don't want to talk about them. That is not a good idea. It's talking about those things and navigating through them because that way, if that particular behavior comes up, that person you're in relationship with, family or whoever, they see that, they understand where that's coming from. Right. So what would you say is a good technique or how do I word this? How do you find a good balance when it comes to setting boundaries? Because I know that there are some people who have rigid boundaries where they're very like, okay, this is how it is. This is what I believe. And this is what I expect from you. And then there are people who have porous boundaries where they're people pleasers and they can't seem to say no to anything. And they're always- They saying, have no, ba- those are no boundaries. Yes, they have no okay. boundaries. So how do you find a good balance between setting boundaries? It's, it's really not tit for tat. This is how right. I am this way. Mm-hmm. It is listening to you it's hearing you mm-hmm. and just experiencing in that moment how that's landing with me 
-hmm. and not going against, not going against that feeling of, gosh, this is not something I want to do. Right. It's here, but it's listening and hearing, really hearing someone because sometimes I'll listen and hear someone and I may initially think, oh, I don't want to do this, but I listen a little longer mm -hmm. and I change my mind. That's different. Mm, okay. But it's each interaction. It's each relationship. I mean, some things you can put in place, but other things is just that interaction and that communication in the moment. And it's being able to hear, pause for a second, or sometimes, and I remember when my kids were young, they'd ask me something and I just needed time to think about it. And I say, I'll, I'll get back. I'll tell you in a minute. Or I would say yes, but after I thought about it, I would go back and say, you know what? I thought about A, B, and C, and, and I don't, you know, for whatever reason, I don't want right. you to do it. But it's pausing and recognizing that you don't have to have an answer right away. You, if, if, if people say, you know what, I need about 10 minutes or I need to think about or process this. That's what I say now. I need to process this and I'll let you know in a few minutes because you don't have to have the answer right away. Those are really techniques mm -hmm. uh, I use today. And my life has gotten more peaceful and more peaceful over time because I'm respecting who you are. I'm listening to you and I hear you. I hear you. I really hear you. I love so, that. Yeah. And ultimately yeah. that is the key to effective communication. Like, yes, being able to express yourself, but more importantly, listening to understand the other person, listening to understand who they are, what their boundaries are, what they need from you, because that's how relationships, friendships work. When you are able to listen, to sit there with someone and say, yeah, I hear you. And that is so, that's such a powerful statement because I feel in the society we're in today, like in our friendships and our work relationships, like everyone is just trying to say, this is what I need. This is what I need. And then instead of someone else saying, I understand you, I hear you, and I'm going mm -hmm. to do my best to honor that. Mm -hmm. And instead of doing that, they're like, but this is what I need. This is what I need from you. This is what my boundaries are. So it's like being able to be there with. Yeah, but you don't. And here's here's I today. I do more listening than talking because I hear what you're saying, because we are a society. So yes. I'm just listening and listening. I yes. may listen to you for five minutes mm -hmm. because I'm not trying to do. Well, this is my need. This is your need. I'm hearing you. I'm just clearly hearing you. And then I'm going to say the truth of it is, right. here's where I am on this particular thing. Mm -hmm. And it's not about the, the tit for tat. I, I, that, is, that is like the most stressful thing to get pulled into. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, here's what I need. I don't, it's, it's really listening and not getting pulled into those conversations of, well, you said your boundaries. I'm going to see. It's, <laughs> it's not that. It, those right. aren't boundaries. That's just right. messy. Okay. Hey, that's just drama. That's just drama. That's just drama. Seriously. <laughs> mm -hmm. But if, if you accept that other person and you're really listening and hearing that person, mm -hmm. even if you don't agree and they're asking you in that moment for time or something, it's really hearing them enough that you can make a decision about that in kindness and in love. Mm -hmm. And they accept it. And even if they don't accept it, it doesn't have to end a friendship. 
Right. But it's that clear, clear communication, clear and firm. Right. Would you say that there are different categories for boundaries? And if there are, are there certain questions that you think that we should be asking ourselves? I think you should ask yourself all the time, what is important to me? What matters? And then build your boundaries accordingly. But here's the beautiful thing. The universe, life teaches you what those boundaries are, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> you have some, you have some that you kind of know, but they teach you. And that's that's in the moment, you know. And in the workplace is where we really get that lesson around right. not having boundaries or boundaries. Oh, yeah. And and instead of living in the fear of it, it's the courage. It's the courage of asking for what you want and what you need in all of your relationships. Mm-hmm. Because, because in our society, we're not really taught that way. Mm-hmm. Even though as we grow up in the world, we kind of learn that. Mm-hmm. You know, we get to a point where, you know what, my life is not going the way I wanted it to go. And then when I think about it, I've just lived for everybody else. I have not lived for myself. Do you know how many middle-aged women come to that realization? So I don't want your audience to become middle-aged before they recognize that what is important to me and how do I incorporate those important things into my life? Not that everything's about you and it's not about being selfish. It is about being self-honoring. Mm-hmm. because I will tell you at a certain point it will catch up with you because you realize I'm miserable I'm sad I'm doing everything for everyone else and nothing for myself so how do you put you in your life how do you build that and that's an individual conversation mm-hmm. and manifestation of what's important to you but what matters mm-hmm. who matters and how do I need to navigate in this life and, and if you're happy, if you find joy, if you find peace, then you know you're going in the right direction. I'm not saying you're, you're, you're in this space 24-7, but if I look at my life, dang, it's going in the right direction. And I'm, I'm happy and joyful most of the time. Exactly. So it's taking that barometer and it's, it's, it, it's ebbs and flows. Life shifts, things shifts, you get married, you have kids, you work, so things shift and change. So it's a constant ebb and flow and change to what matters. What mattered to me 10 years ago, I would say some of that, I could care less now. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But it's being conscious and intentional as you go through life about what really matters to me. Dan, my last question for you today is what is something that we can do after listening to this episode to start creating boundaries within our friendships, within the relationships that we have on a day-to-day basis? Okay, what, I, what I'd like for your audience to do, you wanna start small and you wanna pick one thing. It's a practice, first of all, recognizing that setting boundaries is a practice. And what I mean by that is choosing one area where you, you already feel you need to set some boundaries and it's, it's starting small with actions and having the courage to, to tell someone, for example, that you can't make this meeting every, every month. 
because you already know in your heart that it doesn't serve you. So how do you get the courage to have that conversation in love and kindness about you're not, you know, you decide how you want to word it, but basically this is not something you want to do anymore and having the courage to really be honest about that. Yes, some people will get mad, but guess what? Your courage will allow you to stand in who you are and be okay with that. Not that you're going around making people mad. That's why I say start small with one area mm-hmm. and 99% of us already know what that area could be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and taking one small action, mm-hmm. small, because then you, you build up that courage. You, right. you know, you do one thing, you know. So maybe when somebody asks you to do something tomorrow in this certain area, maybe you pause for five seconds before you answer. That's a step. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But getting past that fear of speaking up, that's the main thing. Right. How do you stand in your power and speak up and have that courage? Diane. Thank you so much for your wisdom, your advice. This was absolutely amazing. Honestly, it went so much better than I envisioned in my mind. I I knew it was going to be great, but honestly, this episode recording this with you has been fantastic and such a pleasure. You've given us so many different tips, pieces of advice, wisdom that we can all apply into our lives. And like Diane said, we all know, 90% of us know what it is that we need to start setting boundaries with. And it's just about starting small. You have to start somewhere. So start small because that's what's sustainable. Diane, thank you for being here today. I appreciate you so much. And Hannah, thank you for inviting me and allowing me to talk to your audience. It's been awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. For more content like this, please subscribe. Feel free to leave a comment, rating, and review and share with someone you know. Until next week, my friends, please stay safe, know that you're loved, and never forget your worth.